So when you are not readily available to people and you can say no to people and spend the evening alone, you're working on your codependence because you're saying, um, I don't need you anymore to make me feel validated, to make me feel like I matter, to make me feel special because I can make myself feel special. I can spend the evening sipping a glass of wine by myself watching a show. I can spend the evening organizing my uh, spices rack. I can take myself to a coffee shop. I can take myself to a movie. I can spend time to appreciate myself. And in turn, when I appreciate myself, other people will appreciate me because I'm I'm not going to accept anything less. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Purposely Venting Podcast. My name is Tony, 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 and I am your host. Thank you so much for tuning in for the first time if you're here for the first time. And thank you so much for coming back if this is, if you are a returning guest. I haven't done a podcast in like three weeks. I know I'm like, I can feel it. You know, I know the difference in my life from when I'm actually doing a podcast versus when I'm not doing a podcast. And I just love doing my podcast, but I have a good excuse. Girl, not me going on vacation. And on the first day, vacation I get sick possibly COVID and I was in bed my entire vacation time even through my birthday so I didn't get to do anything no brunches no going out no nothing I was just in a bed and then after when I finally had to go back to work I caught some type of infection or infection in my throat so I had to take off work for yet another week and had to get myself together so I am definitely grateful to be still here um because I definitely thought the end was near girl I had my eye was closing throat was closing but I'm just so thankful that none of that transpired you know that's where my death but anyways you you are listening to the purposely venting podcast I'm your to- host Tony 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 and it is on this podcast that we talk about things that are relevant and it is also our belief that through the gift of talking aloud we are able to uncover things that need to be uncovered and understand things that need to be understood sometimes it does take you pointing at something like saying things out loud and getting it out of your mind for you to understand and for you to realize to so say it out loud because Saying it in your mind is kind of like in a secret place. And sometimes a lot of things float around in your mind and you just don't, you don't really take it too serious. It's just yet another thought that's coming up. So it's kind of like it comes up and then you like kind of push it aside. Some things you like, it sparks your curiosity, but you don't hang on to it enough for it to like create some type of ripple effect. So that's what I like talking aloud, other people talking aloud. Let's get the conversation going and let's start changing our lives for the better. Um, I... I'm so grateful this week. I feel like I've been very peaceful and I definitely think that that's something to do with just my mindset shift, which we'll get into in the podcast to come. But again, I want to thank you all for being here. I definitely want to start changing my Instagram page to like match up with my podcast because I feel like the two and two should coincide because I don't just have a, a Instagram just to have one. I had I restarted my Instagram up because I wanted to connect it to the podcast. So I want to continue to do that. Um, I just need to be more diligent about that. So let's uh, let's get into the episode. I've been doing a lot of thinking about the topic being way too available. And I feel like my connection with being way too available goes beyond relationship. It goes into friendship, to family, to anyone that I find myself near. Um, I didn't really notice how clingy I was until... I really like started to think about my friendships like with women um, and how like I typically hone in on one person, one friendship. And it's not because I'm like a private person or it's because um, I'm just 
I believe in like a deep connection with just one person, it's because I completely and totally take myself and I engulf them. A lot of people that I attract, I tend to attract people who are are kind of like not really like they, they're kind of dismissive. They don't really want to be around people, so to speak, or they're good on their own or you know, something of that sort. And I'm not saying that this is everyone, but I'm saying for the most part in my relationships, especially the ones that have dwindled down, I tend to attract people that I feel that I can help. And because I feel like I can help them, I feel like they owe me some type of um, being around me or wanting to be my friend or um, wanting to have me around or to do stuff with me because I feel like I do so much for these people. And that's that's um, that's the truth. That's definitely the truth. Um I have been extremely available though. Even if that wasn't the even though that is half the case, there's another half of it. If one of my friends, um, our potential lovers was to come around and say, Oh, let's do this tonight. Even though I have a bunch of things planned for the night, I will totally drop everything that I'm doing to make sure I accommodate whatever they want to do, right? And this has been like normal for me. Like, I, I want to be on the phone with them all the time. Or I want to be texting throughout the day. Just completely and totally codependent, if you say. Yeah, definitely codependent. Like, um, codependent, um, what is that? Disguised as, like, friendly type of stuff. And it's kind of like, it's kind of over the top. It's kind of a lot. Um, and this is me telling on myself, to myself, and to my audience, whoever chooses to listen to my podcast, that... Your girl definitely is way too available. And even though I'm not available, I make myself available for people um, because I want people to be around. And, you know, I have like this kind of like thought in my head, like, okay, well, in order for people to not leave, I need to make sure I'm available and I'm I'm there for them and I surround them to make sure that we good because if we're not good, then they're going to leave. So I'm barely coming up to this now me being 34. I feel like it's a gift from the universe to myself, this awareness that I've um, in, in, embarked on. Um, but with that, I wrote down just a few things, like a few downfalls of being way too available. Um, even when it comes to like relationship, if you're way too available, like listen to this. If you're way too available in a relationship or getting to know some guy or a guy getting to know some girl, then the likelihood of that person who you're available for or just totally freed up for will be low that you will be like a potential partner for them because it's like, uh, you're around. So now that I know you're around, I can go find somebody else. And um, if that don't work, then I'll come back to you. You know, it's kind of like that. It's I think it's never good to be too available. Now my thought has changed completely and totally. It's never too good to be available, um, too available because people people see you differently than what you think they do. You're not some type of sunshine or martyr, um, not in the way that you think you are. So a few things, the negatives about being too available is number one, it creates ex- expectations. So it's like just because you open up yourself to being available for this person now, you um, you think that that person should open up themselves to being more available for you. It's kind of like it creates this expectation, you know, to speak like it's this unspoken expectation. So if I clear my day to day, you call me, you need me and I clear my day, then somewhere in my mind, it's like, OK, well, I did it. So you should do it, too. And if you don't do it, that means you don't care about me. and You're taking advantage of me. 
But nobody asks you to do that. You know what I mean? It's like you created this expectation and you expect for this person to abide by it. And that's not that's not what it is. This is something that's completely made up in your mind and you're pushing it on the other person, which is um, kind of delusional. And I'm being very frank with myself. So I know a lot of people, if this hurts me, I know it probably hurts you. The next thing, um, you, you're looking forward to them reaching out. And when they don't, you take it personally. So like I said before, in my kind of being available slash codependency, I tend to look for text messages or calls from the people that I maintain close relationships with because it, it's like, okay, well, we, we do this all the time. We talk all the time. I'm open for you. Whenever you text, I answer. Why can't, when I text, you don't answer. Or why you ain't text me back? Why you ain't doing that? And it's like, girl, chill out. You've only known this woman for two months and you're expecting for her to text you every single day like she ain't got no life or like, I don't just want to be texting you all day, but that's that's what we do. Like people who are so much available for other people who open themselves up, we just expect for other people to um, reach out to us, surround us and give us what we need and like our fix, so to speak. And that is not good because it creates a lot of um, anxiety. It creates a lot of, um, false, um, indignation. So like you're mad at this person cause they didn't do something, but they don't have to, you know what I mean? Like they don't have to give you that much attention, but you're expecting it, which is, um, a problem. Another thing, um, you're constantly disrupting your life. Um, because you are making adjustments for others. It's like, yeah, I'm at work, right? But I'm constantly stopping my stream of flow, whatever work I may do, whether I'm an entrepreneur, whether I work in a grocery store or, you know, whether I work in a bookstore, I'm constantly interrupting my life because I'm constantly like opening myself up to this person or constantly being available for this person or wanting this person to be available for me because I'm doing it for them. You know, and it's, it's kind of like my expectations is creating like this, this sadness in me because they not like, they not they're not bound to me. They don't owe me anything, but I'm expecting that. And it's like creating something, some type of false hope for myself. And it's, it's putting more stress on my day as opposed to just like, you know, being able to mindfully leave my phone in my locker or wherever I need to leave it while I'm at work or wherever, whatever task I'm doing, whether that be laundry cleaning, I'm, I'm busy. Like I'm doing something. I don't have time to just wait around for your calls or for you to wait around for my calls or, you know, text messages. Like we both have lives. And last but not least, you become a if all fails else person. I think I, I mentioned this before. So like, like I said before, if you are the person who is constantly open, constantly available, I mean, let me tell you, let me fix mine. Let me adjust myself in this chair. Like when I call friends to hang out, they are not gun ho about doing something with me because I am always available. I'm that, of course, she'll be down. Oh yeah, she, she, of course, she always down person. And you don't want to be that person. You don't want to be the always, she's always going to be there type of person. Like then people, people tend to not really cherish the time that they spend with you because you are always around. What is there to cherish? It's kind of like the mom effect. The mom is always around, you know, when the dad comes around every blue moon and then the kids are happy to see the dad. Um, not to say that this is everybody's, um, experience, but it's, I'm just painting a picture for you all. So the person that you don't see that much, you'll be more happy and more appreciative of them because you didn't see them that much as opposed to the person who's always around and wanting you to appreciate them. It's like, bro, bro, you always around, like you always here. 
I see you every three seconds. Why am I being appreciative of this when I see you every three seconds? Like, you know, you become that if all else fails person. I remember like talking on the phone with like one of my friends. Um, like I hate when I hate when I ask her to do something because she's like, mm, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll let you know. Like I'm an option. You know what I mean? Like I'm an option. Like she don't really feel like. If if her other plans don't go through, then she'll fall back on me. Like that hurts. And that even happened one time with the same friend. Had a birthday. We made plans. I made plans for her and everything like that. Cause I'm trying to, you know, build a friendship or be codependent. And she totally like brushed my plans off, even though I had bought the tickets and I did everything. She probably brushed me off like I didn't matter, you know? And that hurt so bad. But I couldn't really be mad at this person because they were only doing the what I allowed them to do, which is, you know, treat me like I was nothing because I was so readily available for them. But yeah, these are some of the the negative effects, the downsides to being so available for someone. You know what I mean? And this could be a lover, a friend, a family member. This is these are the effects. People tend to cherish the things that they have to work for, and they tend to neglect the things that just come to them naturally. If you have all my love, there's no reason that's for you to think anything other than that. You don't think anything. Okay, well she she gonna be there, yeah. She there, you know, and that that don't feel good. Like uh, maybe to a lot of people, you you might be able to argue me down, but I I live in the experience of just feeling like my friends don't value me or my my potential partners don't value me because I'm so available because I want to be so codependent. <laughs> but anywho, so moving along, the benefits of not being so readily available and just taking your time back, meaning when someone texts you. You don't have to run to the phone to go text them back in a hurry. You don't have to wait by the phone for someone to call you. You don't have to call somebody just to feel like you this or you that. You know, the benefits of, you know, letting go of that and just getting yourself back, but also not doing it out of spite because we're not doing out of spite. It's nobody's fault um, other than our own. We have to take accountability for our own lives. Like, we are the codependent ones. We are the ones who feel like we have to have somebody around all the time. It's not anybody else's fault for not playing the game that we want to play. Um, so it's not doing it out of spite. It's kind of like doing it for love for yourself. For the love of yourself, it's okay to take to pull back a lot. But you know, if you can't handle a lot, pull back a little, a little each day. Maybe even give yourself fifteen minutes to, to respond to a text message. If it's hard for you, put your phone up. You know, you don't have to get back to a message uh, 15 minutes. If that, if you don't get back um, within that uh, three seconds, it doesn't mean that the person's going to leave you forever. And if they do, then why would you want to be around that person anyways? You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's really bringing those fears to the light and addressing them. But a couple of benefits. Um, your time is appreciated. I've noticed that since I've drawn back, like, for, like if I text, say, for instance, someone texts me. And I draw back, like I'm not about to text you back to back to back. Then I notice that when they do finally get a hold of me, the conversation is more, um, it's more heavy and it's something of substance. I'm not being mean. I'm I'm being my regular self, but I've drawn back, so my time is more appreciated. If we hang out, um, if if um, we do come up with a plan to hang out, because I'm not gonna, you know, you can even fall back on suggesting things. To be honest, like don't let it be you that suggests things. If somebody comes to you and they're like, "Hey, do you want to do this tonight?" Um, I'll let you know. Um, I had, I had, I was planning on, you know, going to the gym tonight. I was planning on um, organizing my cabinet, or I, I had plans, you know, like let them know that they are not the only important thing. You know what I mean? Like then people will start to appreciate your time. 
somebody may argue like, okay, well, no, they're going to be so mad at me. Well, if they're mad at you, then for doing something that's healthy and you're not doing it spitefully, then that's something that you need to address within yourself. Why are you feeling so insecure that you don't, um, you don't want anybody to be mad at you? Like, that's just another way of saying, please don't leave me, you know? And I'm just being honest. The next thing, it invites more peace into your life. When you're not constantly um, prisoner to your phone, waiting on people to text you or call, not wanting to miss anybody's call so they won't get the wrong uh, wrong uh, interpretation, um, wanting to be available for people, you know, you you take back a part of your life that's, you know, you're peaceful. You know, you're not constantly at the will and whim of everyone else. You're actually working on your codependence. So when you are not readily available to people and you can say no to people and spend the evening alone, you're working on your codependence because you're saying, um, I don't need you anymore to make me feel validated, to make me feel like I matter, to make me feel special because... I can make myself feel special. I can spend the evening sipping a glass of wine by myself watching a show. I can spend the evening organizing my uh, spices rack. I can take myself to a coffee shop. I can take myself to a movie. I can spend time to appreciate myself. And in turn, when I appreciate myself, other people will appreciate me because I'm I'm not going to accept anything less. So you become more peaceful because you value you, so you don't need anybody else to value you. So you're not constantly... Um, like going crazy looking for that validation or looking for other people to kind of like come in, save the day for you. You build this this um, this kingdom of peace. Um, the next one is you don't feel pulled in all directions. Like I said, coming back to the phone, if you're constantly like looking for text messages, if you're constantly look, uh, at the beck and wheels, everybody's call. So say, for instance, like for me, I'm busy. I really legit am busy. Like, bro, bro hear me. I'm busy. I go to work. When I go come home from work, I want to sit down for about an hour or two. Yes, yes. Whether it's just sitting down on the couch doing nothing or scrolling or whether it's watching a show or reading my book, I just need some me time because I've been around people all day at work. That's busy. And when I'm done with that, I need to go to the gym because my health matters to me. I'm still busy. And then when I get from the gym, I need to work on my night routine. I am busy. I'm busy. So, I don't have time to be pulled left to right because I have a routine to uphold so that I can feel this sense of ease within my own life. You know what I mean? So I can feel um, I can feel steady and stable and not have to feel like I'm losing my mind because I have to accommodate everybody that's around me. Oh, they, they want to go out. They want to come over and have this. Oh, they want to do this. Oh, they want to do that. Oh, I don't want them to, I don't want them to get the wrong idea. Let me just let them come over. I'll do this tomorrow. Like, no, I'm busy. So you're not feeling pulled in all directions. And last but not least, even though this is certainly not the least, and this is not the last benefit to, um, what you makes, what you will experience when you start to become less available is you start to, you start to enjoy your own time and you can build, you can start to build meaningful relationships. Everything that is around us, every relationship that we have with any and everybody is a reflection of relationship we have with ourselves. So if I am appreciating myself, I will expect nothing less in my relationships with other people. If I feel like you're not appreciating me, then you I, you get no time with me. You get no time with me, we both win. You don't appreciate me, that's fine. I don't like that, so I'm going to stay away. So I'm building this meaningful relationship 
with other people because the communication that's the unspoken communication is okay. We got, we good as we good. You know what I mean? And I'm really enjoying myself, which reflects out to other people. So I know that's kind of like all over the place. So let me see if I can like organize that a little bit better. So the more I draw back, right? Not in a narcissistic, not in a manipulative way. The more I draw back to work on me to pull back to see, okay, how's that relationship with me sitting why do I feel like I need other people around or feel like I need to be there for other people or allow other people to have me so that I can have this sense of joy in my life? The more I start to draw back and tell people no, even on text messages, I see a text message come, I don't need to respond to you just because I have a phone doesn't mean I need to respond to your text messages um, just because you text me. That That's not how it works. Um, the more I, I tend to focus on that and without spite, then I start to enjoy my own time. You know, then I can take my time back and I can focus on other tasks around my apartment. I can focus on my podcast. I can focus on my fitness journey. I can focus on eating more healthy. I can focus on my hair because I'm trying to grow that out. I can focus on my babies. You know, I can focus on the art that I'm trying to create in my life, you know. And by me becoming a more centered, more grounded, more creative, more better version of myself, I tend to draw in better relationships and those relationships will mirror the relationship I have with myself. So there are a multitude of reasons why not being so available is crucial. It's crucial. Um, and I feel like I'm tapping into those things and it's only been close to a week that I've been kind of thinking like this and what sparked it was a few people in my life I I was just like one day I was just in the car and I felt so hurt and so low and I just had to let it in. I've never let the hurt in like that. I usually like block it out and I'll get so angry and I'll block it out and I'll I'll make a decision in my um my anger. But this time around it was like no. I got to be honest, I'm very clingy and I'm too open to people. And I remember in, in my past relationship how my ex used to tell me you're just too available. Like you're too available. And I thought being available was good, especially with being a mother, especially with being a woman, you know, trying to build relationships. But being too available, it's like it's like not cutting your hair, clipping your ends and expecting it to grow. It doesn't work like that. When you're too available, people don't cherish your time. So in order to combat that, in order to um, get back to yourself and to start to build that appreciation for yourself, which will in turn um other people will mirror that back to you. You have to start being selfish with your time. If you're busy, it's okay. Learn to be busy. If you're driving, you should not be texting because you're driving. You're busy. Wait until you stop driving. If you're at work and you're doing something, you shouldn't feel guilty for missing someone's text messages or um, them trying to reach out to you while you're at work. Girl, I'm at work. Boy, I'm at work. Chill out. <laughs> I'm a little bit passionate about this topic. I'm not going too much. Hold you. But I definitely think that this is so worth the time to explore within your own self because just imagine like, uh, just imagine how you feel right now. If you continue down that road and you continue to do this pattern, that's all you're going to get. So you're going to need a change up in your life so that you can better, um, better navigate throughout your life, better have better experiences with yourself and with other people. So that is my take on all of this. And I just really hope that something I said in this podcast sparked you and got you thinking because I definitely been thinking a lot lately and I definitely think it's worth it. So thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so happy to be back on my podcast flow and we will talk in the next one.